Welcome to the Eat with Grace podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Brooke, where we challenge the culture around food and nutrition from a biblical perspective. We're just so glad to have you here today. And we want to give you just a little bit of background about our mission and what our passions are. Yeah, so I am Brooke. I am one of the uh, co-hosts of this podcast. And uh, before we get into um, some introductions about who we are, uh, I just wanted to share a little bit about um, what the purpose of this podcast is. So uh, Jackie had contacted me um, a few months ago with this idea to do a podcast, uh, which is kind of funny because we really didn't know each other very well at all. Um, but for whatever reason, God laid it on her heart to reach out to me. And uh, we got together and we talked and the conversation went so well. And uh, I think we prayed about it and we just felt like uh, this was something that we should do. And so uh, the thing that I think brought us together is that we both have this uh, this idea or this this mission or this vision um, to share uh, about food and nutrition um, from a place of grace and from a um, from a biblical perspective because so much in the culture right now pushes back on that and uh, we want we want to be able to uh, get the message out to women women especially, I'm sure men can listen to this if they want to. Um, but I think women especially, uh, that you don't have to follow diets, you don't have to go on diets, um, that there's a lot of grace found in the way that we eat and how our body uses food. And we just want to be able to uh, get the message out about that. Um, and of course, share share from our faith as well. We are both um, Bible believing Christians. And that's a really important part of our, um, our mission as well. And so um, that's, I think, where this the vision of this uh, podcast is going. Do you have anything else to add to that, Jackie? You know, I'm just excited to be able to share with, um, with our audience. Uh, my research lab has been uh, developed to encourage others to think differently about food and how it fuels our bodies and our relationships. Um, do you want me, Brooke, to go ahead and go into a little bit about my background? Yeah, why don't you just give us um, a background so the listeners know who you are and where you're coming from? So I'm Dr. Jackie Neinheis. I have a PhD and I have worked in the area of uh, nutrition for um, several decades. And right now, I'm a culinary medicine and nutrition researcher, assistant professor of medicine at UCF College of Medicine. That's in Orlando, Florida. I actually live in Huntsville, Alabama, and I fly back and forth uh, to do my classes. I, I would leave on um, Monday mornings, fly to Orlando. I would teach class on Mondays, and I would fly home on Fridays. My husband, he works all over the country. So this is really not that unusual for me. Uh, at one time he was, he builds infrastructure, construction infrastructure, bridges, dams, roads. And he was working in the oil fields in North Dakota, which was a totally fascinating experience for both of us. But I would take the train from North Dakota to St. Paul, Minneapolis, where I was a assistant professor of nutrition 
at St. Catherine's University. And I would get on the train at um, nine o'clock Sunday night and I would arrive in Minneapolis at nine o'clock Monday morning and I would teach classes. And I just um, sat up in, in a, a chair. I never got one of the berths to sleep on. So my life has always been really crazy and I have gone great lengths to be a professor and to teach. But um, that, that's a whole nother story. Um, when I started my career, it's really interesting because I, I started teaching at Louisiana State University back in the um, mid eighties. And I was approached by West Publishing Company to write a nutrition and diet therapy textbook. They already had some really big name authors on this university textbook and they wanted to add, add me to it. And they wanted specifically some of my uh, background on therapeutic diets. So that, that project was totally evidence-based. We researched every bit of it that went into that textbook. And that research really was good for building my expertise in nutrition. And it was, um, and today I work in culinary medicine and that culinary medicine is also evidence-based, meaning that I go back to the research, I look at what the research says, I see if the research was done well, if it was randomized, controlled, double-blind studies or not. And so when I work with the med students, I have to make sure every word that comes out of my mouth is evidence-based. And so we, we talk about uh, the research articles and how they relate to people individually. And I truly believe that the research shows us that we need to think differently about food, how it fuels our bodies and how it affects the relationships around us. I have patients who tell me when I was on the keto diet, I was miserable to eat with because here I am picking through my food, taking off all the crusts, taking off all the breading off of my shrimp or my whatever other food I have. My plate looked awful. I it was more of a mess than a, a toddler eating. And people were grossed out by the way I was picking through the food and what I was doing. She said, nobody enjoyed eating around me. So that changed how, you know, the dynamics of, of her food and eating with people. And um, so her relationships were really affected by how what diet she was on and the diet, she had lost a ton of weight, but she was gaining it back. So it didn't really help her that much. And plus it had, had really hurt a lot of her relationships. So my practical applications of nutrition came about through a lot of these different experiences with my patients where I would really listen to what they had to say to me and understand where they were coming from. You know, another area of my life is that I've competed in marathons and triathlons. So I was always interested in how food would fuel my body and what was the best food to do that. I enjoy um, bike touring around Lake Michigan in uh, Florida. I lived seven miles from the ocean. So I, I actually lived on the, um, a bay. So I had water there, I could swim. But if I wanted to go to the beach, I'd take my bike and I could bike 14 miles round trip 
and be at the beach and I could actually swim there. So that was really great, um, great exercise, great, great practice. And I also did bike uh, touring in the Italian Alps, which don't be impressed by that. It was just a matter of I my daughter was working in Italy and while she was at work during the day, I would take her bike and I would go up into the Alps and discover all these amazing different caves and interesting places to be. But um, my daughter, she wrote a bio for me that's a little bit of a spoof and making it sound really exciting. And what she wrote in it is, she said that my mom has led many hiking expeditions, including a climb of Grand Teton and Cloud Peak and other tours through the Rockies, Appalachian Mountains, Pryor Mountains, and Alaskan Rockies. She's planned the high altitude menu for successful expeditions and mountain summits. She has learned international cuisine from those who enjoy Eskimo ice cream and Stinkhead has made five-star meal over an open fire in an African village for an audience of those who carry water on their heads with elegance and toil the soil for their subsistence. And her newest sports are diving for scallops, extreme cooking, which is cooking for a hundred hungry football players or med students and kayak touring. So um, she was making a spoof on this because all of my, expeditions that I led were my family. So as a family, we would hike to the top of, uh, of Cloud Peak or, or we would make some of the expedition and I put all the food in the backpack and we ate really well. We, uh, we like as a family to forage for food. So my four-year-old granddaughter was at my house just a week ago. We were out in the backyard down by the river, we were pulling green onions. And um, she was so excited because she could tell which were the green onions, which were the weeds by the smell. And she would pull them by the handfuls. We'd bring them back to the house and we would prepare them and put them in our foods. We also forage for um, any kinds of berries and we know what kind of mushrooms we can eat when we camp. So that, that's another part of our, of our type. Now, as far as the Eskimo village, what that was referring to is I took my kids on a mission trip when, we, when they were probably uh, middle school, high school age. And uh, the natives there taught us how to cook some of their their, their specialties. And it was at a Bible camp and uh, my son helped with the kayak program and my daughters were supposed to help with uh, counseling. But we found that, that our uh, kids were so much ice, uh, protected and didn't have the experiences of these natives. I mean, these other children actually had gone through experiences that my kids could not even have imagined. Homes where, well, villages where 90% of the people were alcoholic. And um, actually I think it was 90% of the people were unemployed and alcoholism was incredibly high. One, one young lady that looked just exactly like my daughter could be my daughter. 
had been homeless for several um, seasons and lived in the tent in a tent in the forest with her family. And another one gave experiences of of laying in her bed at night, listening for her parents to quit fighting. And she would run down every night and know that they were drunk and she had to uh, set them up as they had passed out so they wouldn't choke on their own vomit. And my kids had never experienced these kind of things. So how could they possibly be a counselor for them? So it turned out that my kids actually learned a lot and gained a lot of perspective, just like I did from it. But that's when we learned about Stinkhead and some of those. But today I'm a culinary medicine professor and I love working with my students and giving them tools to teach others about nutrition. So Brooke, give us a little bit of your background. Um, well, first, before I share about my story, oh my goodness, Jackie, you have quite the life. Like I wasn't aware of all those things that you've done. And uh, yes, it does sound very, very impressive, um, whether you think it is or not. Um, and so anyway, I just wanted to say that. Uh, but we we definitely come from very different backgrounds. Um, in essence, I mean, I've, I, so my name is Brooke Fredrickson. And I live in a tiny town of about 900 people in East Central North Dakota. And I've lived in uh, North Dakota, 99% of my life. So I don't have a ton of uh, lived experiences like you do uh, of, of traveling the world. Although uh, me and my husband do love to travel and we love to camp and we love to hike. So, so we do share those, those interests, but um, yeah, my, I'm, I'm married to uh, Joel. He is my husband. He, uh, he works for a farmer. So he does uh, planting, harvesting, spraying the whole um, you know, agriculture, um, lifestyle is, is kind of what we, what we live. And then, uh, he also drives a semi for a professional snowmobile team in the winter. So, so that's what he does for work. So he's, um, his hours are long and he's gone a lot. And I am a registered dietitian and a certified diabetes care and education specialist as well. And so for the past few years, I have been, uh, primarily a consultant. So I do healthcare consulting to four different uh, nursing homes in the area. And I, uh, I'm contracted with a hospital where I provide diabetes education. And then a couple of years ago, I started my own private practice uh, where I specifically help women. Um, and I, I, I say women a lot, but I mean everyone, but my, my audience base or my, my client base is mostly women um, to heal their relationships with food. And so um, a few years back, God really laid it on my heart to uh, somehow incorporate my faith into my practice. And that's kind of where Eat With Grace uh, came out of. Um, and so <clears throat> that's, that's what I do in my private practice is um, I, I take a faith-based approach to it, not an essence of um, this is what the Bible tells us to eat, so this is how we should live, um, but in the essence of that God created our bodies uh, with these built-in mechanisms. And if we just get back to the way um, of listening to the God-given signals that he's given us. Um, and yes, there's some biblical wisdom about eating in the Bible that, that we can incorporate. But if we just kind of get back to those basics um, and understanding uh, the separation of um you know, uh, societal food rules and, and grace and what it means to live a life of grace. Um, 
that that's kind of my focus for my private practice. Um, so from a, from a career standpoint, that, that's where I'm at. I do serve on a lot of boards. I'm kind of a, um, a board junkie in that way. Um, so I'm currently uh, on the Nutrition Entrepreneurs DPG uh, dietetic practice group um, in the Academy of Nutrition Dietetics. I serve as treasurer on that board. Um, I've been our state president um, in our uh, trade association. I'm currently on the state licensing board in North Dakota. Um, so I, I like to keep myself busy with, with that kind of stuff. Um, so uh, as far as uh, things that I enjoy and like to do, um, first, I should probably mention my children. I haven't mentioned my kids. I'm a mom of a 13-year-old son and a 12-year-old daughter. And my son is uh, loves things like Minecraft and biking with his friends. And uh, my daughter is uh, special needs. Um, so you'll probably hear a little bit about her here and there uh, throughout our podcast episodes uh, because she is a... Um, uh, a big part of, well, both of my kids are a big part of um, my eating and uh, food uh, journey and where these um, kind of practices delved from. But uh, yeah, she's special needs. She doesn't live with us. She goes to a, a special needs school and she lives there and she receives all of the therapies and medical, um, you know, I guess, needs uh, that she has um, there. So we visit her a couple times a week and we FaceTime every night. And prior to COVID, she was able to come home with us um, at least one weekend a month. Um, but that's really put a damper on things. Um, but other than that, uh, like I said, me and my husband share our um, a sense of adventure that you do, Jackie, with your family. Uh, we love hiking. That is something that we've really uh, gotten into over the past couple of years. Uh, we've visited a lot of national parks and um, we were actually, we hiked the Grand Teton Mountains uh, this past summer um, and hiked up to, yeah, we hiked up to Delta Lake. Um, it was just, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. So, um, so our vacations now are not necessarily sit on the beach type of vacations. They are much more adventure type vacations because we've just um, developed a love for um, just nature and mountains and um, beauty. It's just like, it's so uh, amazing. Like I see it as almost like an act of worship to just be out in there and just look and be like, God, you created this. Like it just... Uh, to be able to see what he has created and um, given to us for our enjoyment is, is amazing. So, so yeah, I guess that's, that's about it with me. Um, I'm sure as the podcast goes on, we'll share a little bit more about each of our stories and, um, and, and our lives, but we wanted to give you uh, a little peek into who we are and where we're coming from and why we decided to do this podcast and why we think it's important. So, and, and the podcast we set up so that we can challenge the culture around food and nutrition from a biblical perspective. We have really seen a gap in what's happening around us in this way. We see the top 10 diets this year and the top 10 diet books and the top 10 diet gurus. And you know, a biblical perspective is really missing there. Uh, the idea of uh, 
eating with grace seems to be missing. The idea of non-judgmental attitudes towards food seems to be missing. So Brooke, we just really wanted to push back on the culture and make sure that people know that there is freedom from dieting and freedom from food anxiety. Yeah, no, I agree with that. And um, I think another thing too, that I love to communicate and that I hope comes across in this podcast is that um, you mentioned the word evidence-based a few times, Jackie, when you were giving your introduction. And I think it's so important in this day and age to make sure that, um, um, you know, like we as dietitians, especially are communicating truth uh, when it comes to food and nutrition. And so there's just, there's so much information out there. There's so much misinformation out there um, that I think, uh, you know, if there, if there are any myths or things out there that, that we also bring those to light, um, you know, using evidence-based research um, and being able to communicate that because, because our culture right now and with uh, access to the internet <laughs> and everyone thinking um, that they know everything about nutrition, there's just, there's so many messages out there that people are really confused and they just, they don't know what to believe. They don't know what's true. And so, you know, because, because um, um, yeah, truth is important to us. Uh, I hope that's another thing that we are able to communicate well through this podcast. I agree with that, that we are going to really be focusing on the truth. And um, one thing I want to say about nutrition is that this podcast, we're talking about good nutrition and how food fuels our body and how it builds relationships. And I add the part about relationships because food um, brings people together in such a wonderful way. And I think God means for us to use food as parts of celebration and um, building our bodies stronger. But in order to build our bodies stronger, we have to be physically well, we have to be emotionally well, and we have to be spiritually well. And Brooke and I are going to be focusing on all three of those aspects throughout the coming podcasts. Yes. And Jackie, what you just said about um, food bringing people together, uh, I think much of what is in our culture these days is actually because it's actually making food divisive. I think all of these diets and um, really extreme ways of eating are causing division between people uh, because of their beliefs about food. When, like you said, like um, food is a really important part of family. It's a really important part of fellowship and community. And so we want to make sure that we are, uh, viewing food and um, able to share food in a way that yes, that, that brings people together and brings back its like original purpose and intent. Um, and rather than creating more divisiveness between it. So I love that what you brought a, that up. Yeah. What a fabulous way to end this podcast. I just think that that is a great way to, uh, to leave our listeners with. But I want to tell you that some of the things that we're going to be dealing with in the next few podcasts, are, what does grace mean? And how does grace relate to um, eating food and our health? And then looking at the at, uh, children and um, their intuitive eating and just a lot of different subjects that are connected there. But what I want you to know about us is that we're here and we want to be accessible to you. You can reach Brooke on her um, Instagram or uh, 
social media sites, Brooke, you want to give those? Yeah. So um, if you want to follow us or learn more about us, uh, my website is brookfredrickson.com and you can access any of my social media handles there. I am on Facebook um, as Eat With Grace and I have a private group called the Eat With Grace community. Uh, if you're interested in that, um, I'm also somewhat active on Instagram as Eat With Grace underscore RD. And we did set up a podcast handle on Instagram called eat with grace podcast. So we will be posting our um, episodes there, maybe some quotes from our episodes there. Uh, So as soon as we start publishing our podcast, you can uh, follow us on there. And Jackie, where can people find you? They can find me at cookingwithjackie.com. They can also find, I have a podcast, I have a, um, a blog there and uh, you can leave comments and suggestions for me. You can also find me on Facebook at Cooking with Jackie. So we just look forward to hearing from you and we look forward to sharing more podcasts with you. Yes. Thank you for listening. And uh, we uh, look forward to our conversations going forward.